kittens. Oh my god. Last night I watched a live stream of kittens just living their lives in <laughs> in a house and that was so cute. You remember I like that's why I think like the Melbourne Cup, I would prefer to like get drunk with my friends and watch horses just trotting around enjoying their day. <laughs> Let's do that this better. year. It's it'll be part of our like anti Melbourne Cup thing because I don't like to support um, you know, animals being used for entertainment and exploited for entertainment. Unless, but unless I look, they're spending. But I look great in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, game face is on. Salomon. No one spider on my way here. The yellow thing is crying and they're laughing at the same time. The Project You podcast with Nick Kelly, Nathan Jake and Grace Gard. Hey, what's up, podcasters? Welcome to episode 25. We are a quarter of a century old today. Ooh, hooray. Happy birthday. How is everyone? Good. I've had a great week up at Big Sound. I'll talk a bit about that in the podcast today. It's a great uh, kind of new music festival up in Brisbane and conference and piss up for the music industry. So that's been enjoyable. What about you guys? Well, I've um I've torn a muscle in my rib cage, so I am very great. I'm on a lot of painkillers. Please discredit anything I say today. You sound like an 85-year-old. Every time you like laugh, you go... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> All the pain. It's very painful, it's painful. actually. How are you, Stego? Uh, great. I've done nothing of note. <laughs> what have you done? What do you do with your days except work and write for Project U. TV? You know, just, just stuff. Kitten live just streams. Doing stuff. Just watching live streams of kittens. I wish I had time for that kind of shit. To yeah, be honest, no. but, I didn't know, have time. It's... It was one a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I have time. To do that, they're really calming before bed. Actually, it's really cute. It actually. Twitter really decides. Every Jesus. week we get Twitter to decide what song we're going to listen to first. I would have thought "Perfect Illusion" by Lady Gaga was going to be our choice, undoubtedly. I am loving the results of this poll. It seems <laughs> Twitter has decided that Sia should be played first on the podcast. Why? Fifty-seven percent. How? Talent always wins. <laughs> Not always. Are you saying that Lady Gaga is talentless, Nathan Stake? I think that's what Nathan Stake is saying. Get him. He's such a dick. This came out randomly this week, Nathan. The Greatest by Sia. Yeah, apparently it's from a new album, which is confusing. Sudden. (laughs) Very sudden. (laughs) It is quite possibly... That's not how you pronounce that. Quite possibly one of the most, like contrived and fake pop songs I've ever heard, completely manufactured to be a hit, but also is amazing, perfect, and genius. That's what Cheap Thrills was as well, and that's why I liked this it. Is, she's deliberately made the sequel to Cheap Thrills by rewriting Katy Perry's Roar and Rise lyrics. <laughs> and I love it. It almost sounds like an island bop that you'd expect Jay Sean to be working on. It uh, it was produced by Benny Blanco, who hasn't had a hit really in a while. Well, he had Vance Joy's Fire and the Flood. Oh, <laughs> and that one. So yeah. he kind of ventured off into that little world after he worked with Rin Weaver for a little bit. Mm. What's Rin Weaver doing Great at the moment? Great question. She gets into Twitter fights. I've been in at least two with her. <laughs> she, I've been in one with her, but it, she was standing up for me because I said that Halsey's voice sometimes sounded like Rin Weaver and then Halsey had to go at me and and deleted it. And she tried to say Pokemon Go was like the government. Oh yeah, no, that was that was <laughs> mind control. <laughs> I love when people get on those little discussions. Yeah, it's fun. I love tips. having Twitter fights with Weaver. You... Oh, hang on, I've just lost uh, my uh, headphones. There we go. You bloody drongo. We're back. Did your headphones go then as well? No, just I don't yours. Know. I just notice. mine because I'm fiddling, fiddle dicking around with this camera. 
Do you know that we we now put videos up on our Facebook page all week? We do that. And also on Twitter. And also on Twitter, sorry. And maybe my Instagram. Today. Follow me at Grayscar. Maybe my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> if I give you the download files, which I can't be fucked doing. <laughs> Interesting of Kendrick Lamar to pop up on this Sia song. Uh, yeah, because the first experience I had with this song was the video, I, I was mm. like, um, what? Where's Kendrick? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I haven't not listened in to the non-video one. But his rap is fucking irritating. Hey. <laughs> as a general rule, hey. I don't like it when Sia gets anyone on her songs. Remember that one with The Weeknd? Oh. And it was awful? You hated that one. I hated that. I remember driving Nick at like four o'clock in the morning to go to some breakfast radio thing. Thank you. And it came on. That was the first time I heard it. And I was like... Is this someone pretending to be Sia? What is this? And it was just, it, ugh, it was awful. I hated but it. I usually like Kendrick's verses. Versus, oh, fucking hell. You're going well Kendrick's today, verses yeah. on pop songs are usually really good. Like what? Uh, that Bad Robin Thicke song. Oh, that was amazing. That was one of the best. Hearts? Yeah. No, that, that was no. not Kendrick Lamar. That was Robin Thicke <laughs> and Jesse J. I think his verse on that was song. maybe one of like the best guest verses on a pop song. What, Blurred was, Lines? No. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know any other Robin Thicke songs. The, the song after that. I'm pulling it up now. The one that was produced by He Who Could Not Be Named. Um, It was called Give It To You, and it was amazing. That whole album, even though it sold like 40 <laughs> copies. That was great. Was, that was, no, one that of was the, the next album that sold oh, 30 copies. This one went, went terribly as well, I'm pretty sure, though. Because the song was such a runaway success, but everyone was like, who the fuck's Robin Thicke? Man? We don't like him. He's like some gross man. I'll skip forward to the Kendrick verse on this. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Now you get in this dick, love. These lyrics are lewd. <laughs> I remembered nothing about the lyrics. I just remembered liking his verse on it. And also, he was on what it was a bad blood. Was that yes, the one? Yeah. So. He was going to live with the bad blood now. Yeah, good. <laughs> good impression there. Um, you know what the best verse in a rap song, the best rap song verse in a pop song ever probably is? Besides, of course, Zara Larson's work on uh, Tiny, Tiny Temper. Tempers, uh, popular hit. Uh, boys like or girls like or people like because we don't see gender here. Um... It was Jesse J with Big Sean Wild, the fish dinner verse. What about Dizzy Rascal? I wake up every day, it's a daydream. No, what about the one where it's like, oh, um, Jason Derulo, um, I don't know, one, something about saving him in your phone under Big Booty. Yeah. Um, we're getting so sidetracked right now, and I love it. It's good. I love that we've just spent two minutes listening to this random Robin Thicke song. Get Robin Thicke off the Project You podcast. Oh, amazing. I give it to you. Great bloody singer, that guy. Um, so Perfect Illusion by Lady Gaga. This is going to be a really funny uh, few minutes of conversation <clears> because we've got some big opinions on this. I think it's genius. I think it's amazing. And let me tell you why. Just shut up for a minute. Just yeah. let me talk. The way that this was teased... The way it was released, the way it was promoted in the first day. So the teasers were just simple, it's coming, this day, this is what it's called. Here's the cover art a couple of days before. Comes out on all platforms at the same time, and then she does a full day of press. That's how you release a fucking pop song. Let's not use the word pop. This is a pop song. It's a great pop song. No, pop songs have choruses. They have hooks. How is this not a chorus? This is just her yelling. 
The, the vocal production is the only thing I question. And, it, like, it almost... When I first heard it, I kind of didn't think it sounded... Like, because I, I heard, like, a little snippet a couple of minutes before it came on Kiss. And I listened to it and I was like, that's, that's a fake. Because it doesn't sound like her voice. Look. Oh, wow, we talked over the chorus. Oh, wait, there was none. Um, you know how songs sometimes they will build up to something big. So they do like a tiny version of the chorus and then by the second chorus they do the full one. Yeah. Um, I thought that's what was happening. I was like, oh, okay, I will get to the next one. And then suddenly it was over. Maybe her thought process was that doing a random key change halfway through was enough of, that a, does of a not, build. That does not make up that they're not being a chorus. She just yells perfect illusion 17 million times. It is catchy though. It's very catchy. I, I, I'm... I'm in the fence. I'm Switzerland. In the, you're in the fence? You're actually so, like, halfway that you're not on, <laughs> even on the fence. You're literally... You are the fence. You have embodied the fence. Oh, leave me alone. Here comes the key change of the century. Come through, Mum. I just love the way this is rolled out and I love that at the end of that full day of promo in the UK, she did a gig to like 200 homos at some <laughs> moth club. And my boyfriend's there at the moment and didn't go to it because he's an idiot. Is he blonde now? Yeah, he went blonde last oh, night. Oh, good on him. Um, ridiculous. Someone at work brought this up to me and I was like, oh, the first note is almost exactly the same as the first note of um, Rihanna, Russian Roulette. I saw an interesting tweet that said, um, maybe the fame monster was just a fluke. (laughs) And I'm beginning to think that that could be true. Because I keep waiting for that next good written pop song. If you are telling me that the fame monster was better than Born This Way... Born This Way was... a record. Uh, Born This Way is the best album, the best pop album that has ever been released. Edge it was of Glory a game changer. The best. Lady it was Gaga a game changer and a this life changer. This is what happens when you believe the dumb hype. Gaga told you that album would be the album of the millennium or some shit, it and you was. believe it. Beyonce, no. Beyonce acts like she's a god from another planet, and you people believe it, though her music <laughs> has not, not had you, a hook in I years. I am not you people, though, because I don't <laughs> think Beyonce is incredible like every other person on the planet does. I just think she's another singer with a kind of good political message in the last couple of albums. Yeah, I, I love Beyonce's message and her... And, she's got, a, and she's got a great voice and she can dance like a crazy yeah, woman. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <sighs> I'm just worried about where our pop stars are heading because Rihanna just Into released rock. that garbage thing. <laughs> like, work was number one for ten weeks in America for reasons no one could ever explain. But apart from that, it was not pop. So well, where are the pop stars? Like, here's my who have theorem. we got now? We've got Britney. Your Ariana, like Zara is coming, but and like who's doing pop properly now? Well, I don't think people are doing pop pop anymore at all. They're either going in that EDM route, which is already starting to dry up a little bit, or they're going in this kind of, not so much rock way, but if you listen to the Zara single, it's not exactly a pop song. It's almost like a really, really hard hitting sort of hip hop song <laughs> in its structure. The 808s on it, those like... I haven't heard 808s as hard as that. What are 808s? Except for the the fucking uh, that's giant... That's purely because it was produced by someone not really uh, in it. <laughs> what? 
It was produced by what, like the head of A and R. Oh yeah, ten. We missed so the key So that's why code. it sounds like that. Co-prob by Manny K though. The, the eight oh eight in Ain't My Fault, which um, is always just good to listen to for shits and gigs. So the eight oh eight is the first drum you hear, and I haven't heard eight oh eight like this except for the music that Little Aaron and Y two K are doing. Like, it's kind of almost rock stuff. It ain't my fault you keep turning me it's, it's just not. <laughs> Ooh, but huge. Um, that being said, very Imagine Dragons. So I find the Gaga song an extreme disappointment, but it's not. It's not a terrible song. I mean, it's fine. It's just as a comeback after an era say, that was an... a flop. Shoutouts to the pop star I was talking to that doesn't like it. Yes, thank you so much. I feel very supported. <laughs> Let's move on. That was a good chat, though. I'm. I, I think. No, we have another thing. Oh God. The list of people she said were on the album. Oh, yeah. We do need to discuss that. Hang on. I want to play... Um, what will I play? I'll play Edge of Glory. I'll Edge play of Hair. Glory. Edge of Glory. Nah. Too obvious. Oh, no, that was oh, the yeah. other thing. Because uh, when I was listening to the Kiss premiere, half an hour of straight Gaga <gasps> bangers into oh, this was the biggest my disappointment. God. It was amazing. I think that was a main contributor in me maybe not liking it. Are you joking? Well, I thought... Yeah, actually, to an extent, I kind of thought the same. Like, it was... A very beautiful kind of half hour of memory lane kind of stuff. And then, yeah, I, I get you on that point. Definitely do. Uh, list of collaborators. Oh, my God. I want to... <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to listen to it. Well, there's a lot of men on it to start with. A she lot wants of boring the... men. She wants the Grammy, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Uh, there is a woman on it, though. Uh, one Ms. Welch. Who? Florence? Ms. Florence Welch. Welsh Florence. Flozza. Big F. <laughs> I was trying to find a good interview she did the other day talking uh, about the Florence collaboration. So she's on it. That should be fine. Um, Father John Misty's on it. I don't oh know who God. that is. I keep reading that and I keep thinking that's like the Gosford priest who <laughs> puts those signs up. <laughs> the only experience I've, I've had with myself. Because you've worked with Florence Welsh yeah. on this album. Yeah. She's my favourite. Yeah. Gaga aside. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah, thank, you. thank you for giving me I that. Allow it. <laughs> you know, Florence. It's like is... that vine where it's like, you spilled lipstick on my in the Valentino white bag. Uh, lovely friend. Uh, we made a beautiful record together that I'm very proud of. Uh, a record... Uh, People who use the word record to describe one song irritate me a lot. I agree. Madonna was the first so person agree. who did it very regularly. She would describe every single... Wow, are you saying Gogo copied Madonna? Fucking, no, I'm not. I will not be put on record as saying that. <laughs> well, you just said record. <laughs> yeah, good point. Very good point. Um, yeah, Florence will be an interesting collaborator. Just the Father John Misty thing. And I Josh, don't know who the fuck that is. It's boring. Josh Homme from... Shouts um, to Alex Michael, who's a fan. Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, um, who are a very rock band, did some additional production on this. Not this. Not hair. Who in a touch of her hair, but on Perfect Illusion. And I obviously Kevin from Tame I Impala. don't believe anyone could be credited with additional production. That sounds like you had the bare minimum. <laughs> Mark Ronson is um, EP. Of the album. Awful scenes. <laughs> that man from that band who wins things is on it more. Awful scenes. What man from what band? What does he Tame win? Impala. Uh. <laughs> Beck? What? Oh, God. Fucking awful. Oh, yeah. Beck's all right. She's setting herself up for a... Mm. A rock album. <laughs> An extreme fall from pop grace. Oh, that's harsh. Into, like, indie girldom. I think, oh. I think she's wonderful. I love my gags. All right, let's move on.
Talking about Tovlo and Influence. New single with Wiz Khalifa. So, the demo of this came out January, like maybe in the first few days of the year. Um, and it was really good. And now it's finished. It has a Wiz Khalifa uh, verse on it. Which I think is uh, a really good example of a rap verse in a song. Because he's just like in and out. It's really quick. He does yep. his job. He, he doesn't out. linger for too long. It's fine. That's a quickie. But this song's really good, and I love the bridge. It's a good thing to say at 20 seconds into it. <laughs> Wait two minutes. The bridge is great. I kind of like the minimalness of this and cool girls this kind of hooks. So why are you alright with this? Yeah. That's an interesting yeah, zero that's chorus. Point. I'm still going. See? Yeah, it still chorus. hasn't gone anywhere further. Yeah, it's still not a chorus. I did. The nothing came. there. There's nothing there. Compared to Perfect Illusion. I was going to compare all songs on the podcast today to Perfect Illusion. <laughs> this is um, my agenda. It sounds like very, very... Um, Wolf Cousins. Who? Which is the... Do you mean wolf or wolf? Wolf. You said wolf. They're cousins of a wolf. Um, which Dogs. is... What What? Yeah. What? What? technically is that? A, a werewolf. Just a regular No. <laughs> Hang on. What I'm talking about, is it a um, publishing company? Oh, I uh, genuinely thought oh, you meant... What's what? its technical name? It's a music production... Company like group, yeah. It's so that's like Max Martin's company. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose that, they're kind of a publisher. That like, like Tovlo and that group are in. Yeah. Who did the most of the Adam Lambert album, which I think is very sonically similar to this. Music I'm just, I've just been unbuttoning Tove my pants, by the way. Out. My stomach's sore. Just like mm. let, right. let myself go. Um, just a nice visual for everyone at home. Well, I have a torn rib and I still have a top on. So. Rib. <laughs> um, yeah, they're kind of like a publisher, I suppose. They just kind of make songs, basically, and produce them up and get them to pop stars, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the this is yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't mind the sound of this song, but it hasn't gone no, anywhere for me. I think that's really good. Yeah. Intoxicated and faded, I'm in the club, barely made it. I see the look on your face, and it says that you want it later, but you ain't too in the wake. And I fly you two different places. You'll call your crew in the maze, because they ain't doing the same shit. Barely knew what your name is. Don't care who you just came with. Make a move and get famous. Get your mission completed. Usually got a politics. Needs to breathe. No, don't breathe. Get in, get out. Done. And she just cuts him off. It's great. He is good. I don't mind this. Cool girl. I kind of like that she builds back up to a bigger chorus at the end as well. Cool I girl like doesn't seem to be working. No, it's falling down iTunes and streaming, which is sad. I think it's a little bit too middle of the road, to be totally honest. I, I, I do like agree, it, but it's still top forty here. Yeah, not but too bad. Falling. Yeah, exactly. Actually, in the it's, last it's, hour, it's, in the last hour, it's gone up. What number is it? Thirty-seven. Well, it was thirty on the charts. So, like, that's a fairly yeah. big drop since just a few days ago. For a big comeback ago. single, it should have done bigger. Now, I'm going to play you a song. I'm going to call this feature number one. Um, Throttle, Melbourne producer, with Lunch Money Lewis and Aston Marigold. I'm pretty sure this song existed in instrumental form before this, but this came out on Friday. It's called Moneymaker, which is obviously a phrase that should have retired a long time ago. 
Was this created about purely for the Australian market? Because Lunch Money and Aston Both really have only have had success here. And Lunch Money has a single out at the moment with Pitbull anyway. I think it was. It's been um, distributed by Warner Australia exclusively. So it's an exclusive license deal from Throttle. So I don't know how we would have managed to get them on it, but good on the bloke. Well, Aston, he, his song was only a hit here. Lunch Money Lewis's song was number one here and yeah. not really anywhere else. Sounds like a Pitbull song. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like Fireball. And oh, I love Fireball. I know, and songs like that come around every so often, and, I, and like the Aston song, they come around and they kind of go really well. It's like every three or four months or so. Got my skates on, lace tight, don't the entire no song, by the way, the lyrics are all about roller skating and how good roller skating is. Uh, yeah, I think this would do fine. Do you remember Bill's Watch, Nick? Yes. Bill's Watch, Mob Watch, and King Watch. My three great campaigns. <laughs> Two went very well. One went reasonably well. Went, where, where did Mob get to? Did it go top ten? I don't, I don't think, I think so. It's but it got 40. a lot of radio. Yeah, it got radio on top 40, which was nice. I'm going to do another watch soon. Should I do a watch for this? Should no, do please don't. Throttle watch? It's got a ring to it. Moneymaker watch. Moneymaker watch. Shake your money maker. You could do Ain't My Fault. Ain't My Fault watch. Fault watch. Fault line watch. Yeah, cool. Looking for what? Looking for roller skates. We're talking about roller skates. It's really dumb, but not in the fun dumb tone. Yeah, like it's no downtown. Yeah, like downtown was dumb, but the tone worked and it was fun. This seems just dumb. This has a lot of grabs that will be used in radio station promos oh, yeah. and therefore they'll get a lot of royalties off that and then they'll probably end up having some sort of Shazam campaign and then radio music directors will go, oh, it's going really, really well on Shazam, so we should probably add it. And then they'll get it added and then it'll probably do top 10 for about a week and then climb back out again. That's my prediction. It will go very briefly to number one. <laughs> five minutes ago you predicted number one. Not even five minutes, two minutes ago. That has changed my decision though. Speaking of charts, yeah. what do we oh, got next? Oh, we got a little bloody segment that we like to call... Chart. Watch. So we watch the charts and have a look what's going on in them. Um, so there's this woman named Nat Conway, right, who was on um, X Factor Australia last year. And oh, I didn't watch. That. Well, I didn't watch it either because it was dreadful. And I was just like, oh, there's no point with this. She's just gonna like, no one's gonna do anything. And anyway, she's done a cover of Remember Everybody's Free um, to Feel Love. Uh, yeah, mm. by Rosala, I think it was back in oh, ninety something. And then it was re-released a few years back by um, Boomtown Squad or something in Australia, and it went very bloody well again. Yeah, it was Rosala in 1991, and then the remake was by... Give me one second here, guys. Global DJs, which is nice. Well, now she's signed to Sony out of Australia, and somehow they've involved a Manikei to produce... Her debut single. I think I had a micro sleep somewhere <laughs> in that journey. <laughs> Everybody's free. Old song done again by this Natalie Conway woman. Immediately, it's already no. Um, it's very um, yeah. It's no. I love you always, forever. Exactly. How can you calm down, hun? Stop yelling. She sounds like Samantha Jade. <laughs> she does not. <laughs> Do not drag her name through the mud know. on this podcast. And, like, the cover art is so typical singles release on Sony. So typical X Factor. 
Like it always looks like that. that. Looks like it's always a shit model shot with a slight like, effect no, on it. It looks like the like a Rogue Traders song. I feel oh, like I've been transported back in time. There's a song we should revive. The what's that? Falling in love again. Let's do that later. No. All right. That was Nat Bass rogue. anyway. It wasn't even Rogies. I thought it was the right. Oh. No, it was Nat Bass. It was a dance song. Okay, sorry guys. But, I mean, good on Amenike for producing this. Oh yeah, this is good. This is the kind of dance production that I really like. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like hard hitting and pretty straight up. So that's just started to, it's still pretty low on the charts. Like it's just outside the top 100. It's at like 115 at the moment. It's one of those songs that's going to climb pretty quickly, I reckon. Um, It's getting a lot of radio at the moment. It feels like it's going to be a bit of a priority for old mates over at Sony for a little while. So we'll wait to watch what it does. Chart Watch counts this as a big song of the future. Sony is doing... So much right now. Can they calm down? What else a are they doing? Bit? They just chucked two singles out on Friday. Oh, true. And th- this came out the Friday before, I'm pretty sure. Um, well done, guys. I think this is the Amenike song he didn't Putting know was coming out because he didn't know Ain't My Fault was oh. coming out either. So, but it came out. <laughs> it came what a out. guy. Um, also, very interesting to watch DNCE start to climb the charts again with Toothbrush. I think it's wonderful. Uh, I don't think it was the right single. I think Pay My Rent should have been the single. I but agree it's with good. that. Yeah, no, I think it's a cool song. I think it's But I mean I've liked it since the EP came out, so I'm over it by now. Yeah, good point. I don't think it's as novelty as um Cake by the Ocean. But yeah, I really like DNCE and I like um Matman and Robin production. So all good. I like Batman and Robin's production better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just because where I work, there's like this weird playlist that the centre plays just con- constantly and it's literally like 15 songs and just this song is on it and it's just been driving me insane for the last month. I think it's cute because I like the whole you can leave a toothbrush at my place oh, line. Oh, what has really being cute. in a relationship done to you? Made me think things like that are cute. Gross. The video is really good too. At my place. Is this where Joe Jonas or someone's making out with someone, I don't know, I heard it on the radio. Good chat. A woman who is referred to exclusively in any and all publications as plus size model, even though she looks normal. <laughs> I hate that kind of shit. And like but I just love that there's a normal and looking them in the video. Flog off. Um, I've decided I like the new version of Where's the Love, by the way. Congratulations. She literally cool. said, Good radio I song. just want to mention that I, I like it now, but we, we won't play it, don't worry. I oh, thought I'd just play a little bit as bed. Um, but this is very interesting. This is performing very well on iTunes. It's still, it's just dropped out of the top 10, but it's still up there. Um, there are so many fucking covers in the charts at the moment. It's it crazy. is crazy. If we look at it, we've got Callum Scott at number three. That's a cover. We've got um, this. We've got Betty Who I Love You Always Forever at number 11, which is crazy. The, the Tiesto, Nat Conway one? The Nat Conway one that we just played you here on the podcast. Dancing on My Own, the Tiesto remix of Callum Scott is at number 21. And this, a cover of them bloody selves. Because we're clearly out of music. I feel like writing a think piece for The Guardian about how we've run out of music. There's no originality left in pop music anymore, guys. Can I just say that writing think pieces for The Guardian seems like the ultimate job. They just say whatever shit they come up with that day. I love it. It seems good. It's always so funny to me. I can imagine being an editor there just going, can someone send me something good instead of sending me the same fucking hot take every day? I was going to write a think piece. I wrote the title and nothing else. Um, It was... 
called Stop Making Gay Members of Boy Bands Sing About Girls. I saw that. And then I just wrote Free Them yeah. <laughs> in, in the, the text. I saw that part. in the back end of the site. I'll be careful using the word back end when we're talking about gay things. Um, Might finish that one day. <laughs> it, was, it was very amazing. Do you want to just leave it as that? Just chuck a picture in there and we'll publish it. It's so good. Poor old mate from Union J who, look, that's a thing there. Is he officially gay? What? The Union J bloke. How do, why do you have to be yes, officially Arthur. gay? Do you have to, like, study? To no, like, like, if he's engaged that or he's something. Ga- oh, he's um, engaged. <laughs> he's also the only decent vocalist in the group. Much like Will he I He sings am. like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> so he's always doing no. the most. And then there's <laughs> the gay one in uh, Citizen <laughs> 4. Yeah. Yeah. What, does he have, does <laughs> he have to sing, like, straight lyrics? Yes. Oh. Well, the songs, like, yeah, they're all aimed at girls when Poor we don't boy. have to do that. Um, Close is still number one. Which is absurd. You would have thought that a new Sia and a new Lady Gaga song in the same week would do some sort of I'm shuffling so of the charts. Bored of that. Um, and also, the Veronica's in my blood doesn't seem to be going away, which I is really annoying. Wish it would. Number thirty. The Chainsmokers don't let me down is still top thirty. We love Daya. Daya is a queen just, and a legend. Oh, Hashtag buy sit still look pretty on iTunes when it comes out in October. Is there a Passenger song in the charts? Am I looking at that correctly? You are. Uh, Anywhere by Passenger is number 34, so that's another abomination. The charts are a mess at the moment. Apart from Illy being in there, nice to see him there. Um, Still in the top 10, which is incredible. Hayley Steinfeld's finally gone in top 10 as well. I'm really happy with that. Good on you guys. What's this? Hello, it's me, everybody. I am eating Salomon. Sarah Larson update. She's number one in Sweden. Hey! (laughs) That's her fourth number one there. In her home country. It's crazy, because she just came out of the womb. <laughs> Literally, though. That's amazing. That's incredible. And she's thoroughly deserving of that. Uh, she performed Lush Life on Fallon, which was really good. I Why was did she do Lush call. Life? Why is there a question the mark song that, I didn't know whether it was Fallon at the time or one of the uh, others. The other Jimmy. The other Jimmy. <laughs> the, the bad Jimmy. Um, what was I saying? You were talking about Zara Larson doing Lush Life. Yes, I was quite shookified. The single. She was really good. Why really, is it really the sing- Why is Lush Life still a single in the US? That's the one they're pushing. Why didn't they know. just move to? Why didn't they just like wait on Ain't My Fault and do that in two months or something and let Lush Life? Because Lush Life should have been a number one everywhere. True. Uh, I think that's <laughs> Lush Life's issues. final hurrah. Um, just a quick this one's for you update. Um, <laughs> number one in Nepal still, <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> Aren't we lucky? Um, <laughs> and. There was an Instagram posted by Clean Bandit featuring Bizarra leaning up against a car. Ooh! Which means she could be working with Clean Bandit, which I think would be incredible. She could just be getting a beer with him. Well, what's the point of that? Why why get a beer when you could work with Clean Bandit? uh, It wouldn't be for her project. It would be for their album, I would assume. But that would be extremely good. I should probably put this in um, Tweets of the Week, but... Um, I like these two tweets and then her subsequent retweet. I honestly didn't breath during the whole movie, <laughs> don't breath. It fucked me up. And then, fucking breathe, whatever. <laughs> and then Zara has retweeted someone saying, a concept, not everyone's first language is English and they can make grammar mistakes. That's a true point though, and we we are What's all this? instigators. Hello, of- it's me, everybody. 
I am eating salmon. I'm Sarah Larson update. I'm so sorry to everyone who speaks English as a second language. You're all doing very well considering we are a room of three only English speaking people. We should be nice. Three basic white bitches. We um we all and you know, we wouldn't dedicate a 4-minute segment on her on the podcast to her if we didn't think she was the greatest human being alive. So. Exactly. It's all just a bit of bloody fun, guys. Just Get with it. Good, clean, meme fun. Exactly. That is true. Um, I'm happy with Zara's progress in the last couple of weeks. Well done, Zara. You are doing well. It's so cold. Oh, stop whinging. All right, let's bring the vibe up again with a bloody ballad. <laughs> All right, get warm with, with this candle. Oh. Because it's Guy Sebastian's candle, Gus. It's very funny. Anyways, I had don't care. For I have a good song. segue for later. Are you joking? No, it's amazing. It's not the rock song. I was like, it's no angels brought me here. I was like, hope Nick writes about this because I'm not gonna. <laughs> he is about to do the most. This album he's putting together. She's about to knowing, do. She's knowing about some of these collaborators he's been working on. <laughs> knowing some of the collaborators he's been working with on this thing, it's it can't it can't not be good. It can't not be brilliant actually. Reminds me of Labyrinth. It's written about Jules Sebastian. There's some really hyper-specific lines in there about, like, when you came on set because you needed to do some work. (laughs) It's in the second verse, I'll find it. Wait for it, it's really good. Really good verse. This was a surprise drop on Friday as well. Very, very nice. She got that dress on to show her curves. And she came backstage to do some work. Came backstage to do <laughs> some work. I'm in physical pain and emotional pain listening to this song. Part oh. of it has to do with the torn muscle in my ribcage. The other part is just, I, I'm not a fan. Speaking of new Australian music, the big bloody head oh, no, I was going to say, spe- Hendo. speaking of... No. Now, I saw this on an ad the other week, and I thought I was an idiot for not knowing that it was a new song that wasn't released yet. I thought it might be an old one. I hadn't heard it yet. I had heard it on an ad a million times for mm. this new movie, Spin Out, which it is the theme song to. Yes, and I've heard from I've not heard of this music industry sources movie. that it's awful. Um, <laughs> what, the movie? Yeah. When is an Australian movie good? Uh, the Dressmaker. <laughs> Red Dog. Oh, Red Dog was a great movie. What about that one? The one with um Kenny, the Steve Jacobs and the dog. Steve you Jacobs? Had Steve from the Today Show? The little man from the Today Show? Wait, <laughs> who are we talking about? He wasn't in Red Dog. No, you had him as Shane Jacobson. Shane Jacobson. Oddball. <laughs> Oddball. You had the... The dog and Shane Jacobson as your um, screensaver, screensaver for, like for like six months. No, you opened up your laptop and it was UNTI. Oh, shut up about bloody Steve Jacobs, Shane Jacobson. I don't care. This is good. I love that there's like a crowd vocal in it. I was scared he was going to come back with an acoustic ballad. No, nah, I knew he'd step it up. He's it's been really away good. for a long time. It's really, really good. It's been two arias since he put anything out. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember Because you've spoken to him at both of them. Yeah, I spoke to him at the last arias being like, what you doing? I count Hendo singles by aria. Oh, fuck, my stomach really hurts. He's... I think I've got a bloody growth. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hendo and I'm really ready for the album. Do you know I asked him if anyone called him Hendo at the last arias? 
He said yes when he used to be a tradie. Ew, I forgot that about him. Yeah, when he used to be a tradie. Don't imitate me like that. No, I'm imitating. Um, I'm imit- imitating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imitating Hendo. When he used to be a tradie. Does it sound like this? He's very cute. He I is, like him. He's very cute and very good at music. So he's well great. done. It's good to have him back. Do we know who made this song? Uh, Hendo. John Hume. Oh, nice. That's yeah. good. Yep. Always good to get Humey involved in things. I think John Hume did the guy song as well. So there you go. <laughs> Differences he's, in quality. He's liking things about things. No, I think the guy song is produced really well. Candles and lighting up the dark. Candles light up the dark, He's guys. really into illumination, this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> but John Hume loves it. Hey, I went to Big Sound uh, during the week. Got absolutely cooked. It's like VidCon, but for Australian music journalists. <laughs> <laughs> it's journos, it's record labels, it's anyone to anything. I know to do our with audience and how to explain things to them. There's yeah. about <laughs> two thousand people there. I got to catch up with some really? beautiful people. Yeah, it's, I think it's two thousand two hundred. It's the biggest me. conference in the country. Um, people from all over the world came to it. There were some really great keynote speeches. The guy that runs uh, the label Unified did a really cool speech. The showcases though, um, some were amazing. I made some great discoveries. The highlight of the whole bloody thing was Alex Leahy. Oh my God. I forgot just how, I didn't forget actually. I properly learned how brilliant her songwriting is, how brilliant her songs are, and just how good a human being she is. And she sings like an angel. She's a fucking ferocious guitarist, which you'd love. And the sweetest human being alive. And her songs are just so bloody relatable. I hate to use the word relatable, but they are so goddamn relatable. Uh, if anyone has to perform a monologue for drama at school, do that. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a fuck today. Um, there's interviews with all the, the people on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Go check them out. They're all really cute. We did speed dating with everyone. We kind of asked some quick rapid fire questions. But yeah, Alex was a highlight. I saw her three times during the week. Um, other highlights were a band called Phaser Days, who I'd heard a lot of a, a, about from Japanese Wallpaper and Shard D'Souza. Um, and usually when they recommend people, I hate them. So I was shooken to actually discover a band I really liked um, in Phaser Days, a New Zealand group. But th- I think it's one person. It's this um, this one woman from New Zealand. And she kind of just hires bandmates around. I'm not sure if that's entirely the story. Really cool. Um, really interesting. Poncho did a good job as well. Sagarilla did a good job. Uh, just get the label plugs in there. And bloody Mallrat. I listened to none of that. I'm so sorry. Mallrat had 500 people turn up. To that's her show, really wow! Including that's, that's about a, a quarter like, of those who were at Big exactly, Sound. including Eve Barlow from the Guardian, who said that she was a highlight for her. Eve Barlow is like the big senior music writer at the Guardian in the UK. So it's like wow. massive to have her at your show. You should be very impressed. Um, and yeah, it was just a great bloody week, and it reaffirmed to me that Australian music's going in a good direction. The only thing that I wasn't reaffirmed by was the the, the continued shunning of pop music and the continued bullshittery around that in various conversations throughout the week but you know I'm kind of used to that now kind of used to being beaten down in my pop love (laughs) well done to everyone who did a good job thanks for listening to my great drama speech here this camp is dead yeah good (laughs) (laughs) I even write on the sheets now guys like who needs to take the lead on each of these uh, segments? Look, I'm you. I've yeah. been so good on the last few episodes. Yeah, you have. You were pretty on fire, and then you're just having a sleeper today. Yeah. No, right. I think Nathan. No, you're great on, you today. are on fire today. Wow. Just timing wise, you just you know you're not ready, to, raring and ready to go. We're all in a lot of agony today, aren't we? You got a pen? Are you happy about that? I've yep. So I can tally who's winning. <laughs> Do scorekeeping. That's good. That's a G, but it the pen lo- it didn't looks work. Looks like an A. 
It does. A lowercase a. It's not working. All right, Nick. Let's, hang on, I just want to get my um, buzzers ready. That's my correct one. That's my wrong one. Good, they're good oh, to that's go. That's aggressive. All right, I'm going first. Mm. Yes. Basically, this caption contest. Oh, yeah, Daily Mail captions. We need to be sponsored when by When setting the up a segment, you must always describe the content. Nathan. All right. Wow, I love being at afters. <laughs> um, <laughs> guess whose Daily Mail caption this belongs to. That was not grammatically correct, but you'll work it out. Yeah, you basically get it. All right. Ellie Golding or Selena Gomez? Bouncing back. Her recent bout of exhaustion didn't show as she hit the red carpet. Guldo or Selena? Now, Selena cancelled a bunch of tour dates due to lupus-related problems. Due to problems related to Professor Lupin from Harry Potter. I shouldn't joke about lupus, should I? I reckon it's Selena Gomez. (gasps) It was Ellie. What? (laughs) Oh, is Ellie tired? She must have been a bit tired. Sleep in then. (laughs) All, all you have to do is rock up at a premiere once a week and smile. Was yeah, that's this? What you do. Yeah, true. Was this Taylor Swift or Rihanna? Oh. Ready for the gym. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted added a pair of neon Nike trainers with black athletic socks and carried a cell phone sized purse. <laughs> it's like, what, what size do you reckon that would be? What's about six centimetres no. long? Would you say it was like an, uh, a six plus or an iPhone 7 or. I what, what size? Six. I think it was her phone and she just had a case that came off it. It was some strange content. Okay. Get um, into it, Daily Mail. <laughs> that is... I'm going to go with Rihanna. It was Taylor. Oh. <laughs> You're always so on it. <laughs> Great panel up, guys. J-Lo. Well, we're nil all at the moment. J-Lo or Mariah Carey? Oh, this will be a good one. <clears throat> I, I like that we have a Mariah Carey one every week. I need to get ready for this beginning. I'll cough mute you. Busty bath. (laughs) In a second close-up selfie posted by the singer, the star gave fans a glimpse of her famous cleavage in full view of the camera. (laughs) Famous cleavage? Hang on, who are the two people again? Mariah Carey and J-Lo. Who's got... Darlings of Daily Mail. Who's got famous cleavage? Me. (laughs) I would say Mariah's cleavage is probably more infamous and... (laughs) Therefore, I reckon it's going to be J-Lo. It's Mariah. Oh, no. (laughs) J-Lo's got the booty. Busty bath. (laughs) Oh. Shit. No one's got an appointment. I think this is my favourite. Okay, all right, let's go. Great. (laughs) Rita Ora or Lady Gaga? Chicken craving? Redacted was spotted arriving back at the Langham Hotel with several bags of Nando's after her busy day of promotional work. I know exactly who this is. Well, Lady Gaga. That's why it's not your question. Lady Gaga did. Are you saying I'm not good at this? No, I just thought he would know context. Okay, well, Lady Gaga did just have a big day of promo with the release of hashtag Perfect. Are you trying to say Rita Ora doesn't have anything to promote? Yes, that's exactly. She's on America's Next Top Model. Lady (laughs) Gaga. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. It was. Oh, what? Ms. Gaga. That's not fair. I would have known that straight away because I knew she was staying in London and I knew she had a busy promotional day. I didn't say which day. <laughs> is this Ariana Grande or Halsey? Ooh, this is a good one. Two Fun young, young starlets. Fun confessions. During the game, she revealed that if she could be an animal, it would be a seahorse. She also <laughs> said her first celebrity crush was Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey? 
I feel like Ariana would do her, her feminist thing if asked a question like that and go, nah, nah, honey. No, I feel like Halsey would. No, nah, nah, honey. Nah, nah, hunty. Nah, nah, hunty. Yeah, you're not asking that. Ask me about the music. That's Ariana Grande. That's my Ariana Grande impression, guys. Um, I'm going to go with Halsey. No. Oh. Daily Mail does not talk about Halsey. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why am I on nil? God, am I going to win this? Great. Demi Lovato or Kesha? Yes. Hello, officer. Redacted and boyfriend Brad stopped to chat with police patrolling the beach. Who has a boyfriend named Brad? I feel like that's the big clue in this one. I love they didn't give him a last name. It's just Brad. Boyfriend Brad. Brad. <laughs> Boyfy Brad. At boyfriend Brad on Twitter. You want to find him there? At BF Brad. <laughs> Brad BF. Um, I'm going to go. I feel like Demi just had a recent breakup. Kesha. Her, yes, it's Kesha. <laughs> Does that mean she wins? Yes. Woo! Hate you. The next one is great. I can't wait to save that for next yes! week. Yes. And hopefully I'll win next week. Good, good, good captions this week. Mm, yeah, no, well done, Nathan it's Jake. It's soul destroying really finding them. like that you take the initiative to kind of take your work home with you and bring something back each podcast. Because I sure as hell don't. I just turn <laughs> up and I'm yeah. like, guys, what are we talking about tonight? You bring something to the table every time. It's beautiful, really. Mm. I have a lot of X's next to my name on your little run sheet now. They're yeah. kisses. Um, let's do a segment called Shookening Songs. New songs that you need to listen to, if you want. <laughs> but we're forcing you to. We're forcing you to do them. This is Elk Road. I love the cover of this song. I want it in a huge canvas form on my bedroom wall. It's really cool. And like he's done similar mountain-esque um, I just love this one especially. On his various artwork over time. So this is called Hanging by a Thread. Uh, it features Nat Foster, who's from a band called Tully on Tully, and it was a co-write with um, a man, Jonathan Boulay. To hear all these songs, head to projecthu.tv. <laughs> Pretty sick. That's the drop right there. And I think it's got really nice melodies to it, that, that kind of singer-songwriter kind of vibe on, on, the, on the verses is really cute. It doesn't um, do too much. It's not boring. But it's really cool. Yeah, and I think like these these kind of semi-tropical, semi-house songs that Australian producers generally do often don't put much effort in, in the melodies. Oh, is Australian? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which is extra cool. It's, it's a funny Australian name because we don't have elk. Good shout about elk, guys. <laughs> Yeah, and I like that there's a lot of melody in there because often they'll go quite sparse on the actual vocals to allow the kind of production to cut them through a little bit more. Wait, do we have elk? What's an elk? I don't fucking know. I, well, do I don't even know what elk is. No, it's like elk. a male. No, is it a deer or a moose? I thought it was a tree. We don't. We do have Australian like... deer. Yeah, we have elk in Australia. Oh they've my they've God. been introduced. Oh, so they're not endemic. Um, In about 1862, uh, the they're Australian Deer, deer Association, which has apparently been around since then. Um, reported sightings of that elk. Oh, I actually, I was fully on the Australian Deer Association when we were in business studies and I pitched the idea to have a reindeer farm. I remember that. For um, business studies. Yeah, that was good content for me. sure it was in my diary at some uh, point. Yeah, great yeah, business idea. Yeah. When Nick and I became friends. Um, I've been obsessed with this song over the last couple of days. This is a man named Dram. Now, Dram stands for Does Real Ask Music. Does Real Ass Music, which sounds like it would be awful, but is such a fun song. I, I'm worried about you. Are you okay? Listen to the chorus. It's catchy. Produced by Ricky Reed, who did all the Megan Trainor stuff. <laughs> Shut up! They also did Jason do all those Talk Dirty. 
That was an uncontrollable, pure just laugh. <laughs> I could not it. hold Can we listen in. to a broccoli I see over there? Sorry? Excuse me? Yeah, that was his big breakthrough single with Lil Yachty. Um, <laughs> this one's way better. I love the cover as well. It's just a happy man with cash all around him. Isn't that Dram? Yeah, it's Dram. <laughs> I mean, he's the happy man, yeah. Ricky Reed also produced Ride by 21 Pilots, so he's got quite a diverse oh. background. Yeah. Wallpaper, he goes by. Oh, why didn't you say that? <laughs> His name's fucking Ricky Reed. Wallpaper. Richard Reed. Pulled out an album Richard called Reed. Ricky Reed is Real. Everybody's Richard Reed produced it. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm telling ya. When you talk to me, my cash machine, my cash machine, my cash machine. I think that's a really cute song anyway. I think it'll probably not do anything here, but it's nice anyway. There's another Felix Snow song. Another one. That sample is really good. Was not used the best that it could have been. I've heard that sample before. Sounds like something that would have been on a Kiara record, which makes sense as it's a Felix song. This is just the most ridiculous ratchet turn-up song. You can't pull off that word. Young thugs rapping. It's kind of ridiculous how many songs from Felix Snow we've featured on the past few podcasts, though. Like he puts one out just in time for every. Literally, I think he's got us in mind. He tagged me on um Instagram. He screenshotted this headline and said it was the best headline of the year. You know who else did similar? Who? Killian and Joe. And they tagged me in it. Thank you to Killian and Joe, suburbia crooners Killian and Joe and Eric Rapp, um, who have all thanked me for the article that Nathan wrote about them. It happens way too often. (laughs) Eric Rapp tagged Project U on Facebook, which was cute. Yeah, that was good. I liked that. Top of the thing, too. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was the best quote. Probably the first, too. Felix is just having a bit of fun on the synth here. Just having a bloody great time making some music in the studio. This sounds like the synth that I would have had on my keyboard I had when I was like five. five. My keyboard I had when I was five, it played um, Bananarama Venus. The song reminds me of my childhood. My dad was a big fan of Press and Play. Um, have we worked out who Tritonal are? No. They, they did that song with Adam Lambert like two weeks ago, right? They are apparently like an EDM duo that have been around since like 2008. They seem to have put out like 16 albums. They have that classic EDM producer look to them. They, I can't deal with how they look. <laughs> like leatherish jackets, perfect <laughs> Swedish look. They look like they would really fit in One on that awful EDM movie that everyone's talking about. Looks like Lucas Grabeel, uh, aka Ryan from High School Musical. Lucas Graham. Oh my God, it does. Yeah. It does. The other one just looks like he wants to murder me. Yeah, I'm... I feel uncomfortable. So their album came out on Friday, but before that they popped another song online. They've also, sorry, just before we get to that, that album's got a song with uh, Shy Martin of... um, The uh, Ocean The Ocean fame. Mike Perry and Shy Martin. Battling with shyness like Tracy Grimshaw. (laughs) (laughs) So shy that she changed the name to Shy Martin. Um, With the twink Um, from R5, this song is. Yeah. Yeah. I had a crush on him for a while. I'm not particularly... Uh, are you going to play it? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not particularly it. familiar with R5's music. I've more seen him in the Disney show Austin and Ali. He's really hot. You watch too much Disney Channel, Nathan. Two younger sisters. I haven't watched it in years, though. 
But I think this song is good. And I didn't really know he sounded like this. He's uglier now, I look at him. <laughs> that is a chorus. That, I like this That song. is a Coke and or Schweppes ad chorus. Yes! If I wasn't in pain, I'd be dancing. It's not really much of a beat to dance to. but Not yet. Not yet. It is EDM. There is a build-up. I love builds. I've got builds. I've got to pay. Steve, you've brought some horrible songs to the table today. That's rude. Um, no offence. That little vocal bit just reminded me of something. There's a good podcast called Switched on Pop. I wouldn't listen to it. I don't know any of the music podcasts. And they did a good episode about the trend of that chopped up vocal. And it's really interesting if you... Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, into that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I am. I'm very interested in <laughs> song breakdowns, really, as a as a former producer myself. Um, <laughs> what? Superbly interested. No, I was never really a Never really a producer. They're the short getting oh. songs you need to know. Every single one of those is on the songs tab of projectu.tv. Song resus. We're resuscitating a song. I thought we said we weren't. Yeah, we, we are. I thought you decided on that woman. Yeah, I was going to do Zoe Babby's Free Fallen, but I'm not going to do it, I've decided. Well, let's, let's, I feel like we've gone really over time today, so we could just... Oh. No, okay. so we need to resuscitate I Never Liked You by the Rope Traders. Okay. We need to do a public service. No worries. And resuscitate this, people. Now, if Perfect Illusion sounded like this, I feel like we'd all agree on it a little bit more. I never liked you, even if I tried to. Is this the song that they performed live in the Big Brother house for the finale? <laughs> yes. It would have been. What an incredible era that was in Australian history. I remember Killing Heidi performing on Big Brother in one of the very first few years. I don't know how I remember that. Like they performed inside the house. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened. It was their Friday night games treat. That was they the, won. They got a private performance show. Heidi. I loved it with Fitzy, Brie Amar and Mike Goldman. What a bloody pairing that was. Well, not a pairing because there's three people in it. Free viewing. Free simming. And then when, Mike, when Ma- Michael Beveridge ended up hosting it yeah. in the last year. That was amazing. Bring back Big Brother. Please do. Just don't let Sonia host it. She's a garbage monster. <laughs> I heard um, Michael Beveridge do this video thing yesterday of Hello Sunday morning, and he was like, hey, I'm Michael Beveridge. Uh, you might remember me from your bin because I'm a garbage person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, oh, we could have stopped it there. That would have been perfect. Um, now we're going to get into songs we haven't listened to yet, which is a very catchy um, name for a segment. What? That's a, that. The song you're about to play said it was released in oh, July. Yeah. Oh, so it must be somewhere else. <laughs> okay. We're resuscitating bloody Nelly Furtado, though, guys. 
man-eater extraordinaire promiscuous girl I'm a fan of I'm Like a Bird Nelly Furtado I'm Like a Bird song Croonstress an iconic era of Timberland's domination yeah Timberland destroying these random drums down and yelling that what a man where is he I'm not sure what he's up to he might be working on the Justin Timberlake album oh yeah Taking me a minute to actually find the Nelly Potato song. <laughs> so we'll just listen to Man. Why don't we just resuscitate Man Eater? Even though it's gone quite fine. Islands of Me. Oh my god, we should resuscitate My Island Home next week. And now she did a cover of Bloody Summer by Calvin Harris. <laughs> of course she did. Or was it Feels So Close? I think yeah, it was it Feels feel so, so Close. close. She's like a ballad. That was a weird time to be alive. Well, she's got this new single. It's called Islands of Me. Um, it's the first song from her album, The Ride, which is coming out in March of next year, produced with a man named John Congleton. And Dev Hines is on it as well. That's cool. Oh, Marsha Hines. No, Dev. Adolescent dreams Running with me It's no spirit indestructible. It appears she is... um going for the whole high art fashion thing. She debuted this live at um, New York Fashion Week kickoff and this is the cover art. It's like a Photoshop file that's been screenshotted. So obviously someone in her art direct, she's obviously hired a good art director who's gone, you need to be high fashion, darling. You can't be seen dead in that. Well, she needs a bit of concealer. Maybe she's trying to go makeup free. You know, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That'd be cute. This is kind of cute me, as a demo. Me, me. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's a demo. Good demo. <laughs> um, I feel like we should stick in the in the throwback space because we've heard that Gabriella Chilmi has a new song, but I, I wanted think. to wait until we got onto the podcast because Nathan's not 100% sure, so I, I wanted to actually Google her. around. Who Go else would it have been, though? Who else did songs? Um, couple of people have done songs over, over the years. She tweeted 17 hours ago, Skeleton Tree. That is all. And I don't know what that means. She's playing in London. She Oh, my God, she played in London on Friday on the same night as bloody Lady Gaga. Plays. Lady Gaga must have been really nervous to go up against her. <laughs> is anyone going to come? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, I can't find a new song. That's because you're on her Twitter from the last two days. It was like two weeks ago. Oh, was oh. it? She's got Snapchat. Why don't you just Google Gabriella Chilmi new song? Because that would be easy. She's posted about 17 hooks to follow her on Snapchat. So I won't do that. Oh, my God. She's made a, a bee video with the bee filter. So I saw some of you guys hashtagging Where's Gabriella on Twitter. So uh, follow me on Snapchat and you can see where the hell I've been. This is her in a session. Okay, that sounds potentially good. In the trash! But only potentially. Anyway, we'll cut that segment for time. <laughs> um... <laughs> What are we throwing in the trash this week, Nathan? It really makes me sad and it, it pains me. I don't want to do it, but we have to. It makes me sad to do this as well. And it's, it's one of our favourite bands. It's too. Wild World, the album from British group Bastille. Oh. 
Why are we throwing really, this in the trash? I really am sad. It's not a good album. At all. You were very into their last it's one, It's extremely you? boring. I, thought, I loved their last album. Like, was truly obsessed. I found them really drab until Good Grief. I loved Pompeii. Nah, I didn't. I thought it was boring. I thought it was really boring. You know when I did start to like them was when they got into that um, EP thing that I had a men- that I not mentioned going there for every the time, time on this podcast. <laughs> that we talk about Bastille, I mentioned the EP <laughs> that no one listened to. <laughs> Sorry, I had Gabriella chill me. You're going over the top of them. It's so boring. I don't think there's a single song of note on it, which pains me, because I loved the last one. Yeah, I really liked it. I was going to do a dance to some song. I don't know. I got Nick to chop it up, and then it never did everything. It was, um... It was Ghost, or... Is there a song called Ghost? Uh, by Ellie Drennan? Yes. Was it Get Home? Or was it Haunt? Yes. Yeah. I knew it had something to do with Ghost. That was a good song. Yeah, that was all right. Oh, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of, I find them a band that I don't they really... Were, they were doing an interesting thing where they were kind of fusing together the sound of a band with electronic sounds. Um, and in, so they've gone in a direction that is extremely boring, which reminds me of something Laney has done. Yeah. <laughs> something which Laney is far too which it has achieved. <laughs> Except ladies, I think is better. Um, on the contrary, though, that one is... In the trash! But what album Guys, are you really into? I'm not sure what's happened to me. I'm not either. This is a heavily acoustic album. Some elements of country. By a cute man, though. It's, it's the why. Jacob Whitesides album called Why. Why do you think it's good? It... To explain the sound of this album, imagine a spectrum. On one end is Shawn Mendes. Yep. On the other is John Mayer. Yep. It's not quite in the middle. It's like slightly more on the John Mayer side. That's cool. That's about where it sits. I but love John also kind of doesn't. It's like really like unique. Like there's some popular in songs its own world. With like some hooks. There's some songs that have like country influences, and it's brilliant. This is kind of reminding me, and, and what you're saying in terms of where it sat on that spectrum, kind of reminding me of the Cody Simpson Beach House album. The, like, mostly acoustic one he put out after he left his record label and started mm. his own one. Which, and I went to a live gig of it. Yeah, it was so fucking like. amazing. Um, yeah, it's is like... It's nice. And I like hearing albums like this every now and Wait, then. Wait, did we all go to... No, Nathan wasn't there. Um... The song Open Book is really good. That was co-written by friend of the podcast, Leland. Congratulations, Leland. He's got so many songs out at the moment. There was something the other day that said he's got a um, Hilary Duff song. <gasps> really? Didn't I tell you that at the zoo? Pants the Raccoon. I yes, I believe so. you did, actually. Yeah, I told you guys at the zoo about that. Mm. I thought I can remember when I've told you things. We're in a really down mood right now. Um, We're very downbeat. We're going to have to finish but on there are some, there are some bops on the album. Jaded Love is really good. Um, what else is really good? I'm kind of loving the entire thing, to be honest. What I want to go buy it. the Rufus Dipper remix of Focus? Uh, you know how they just chuck remixes on the end of albums sometimes and they're garbage? Mm. Yep. This isn't that. Oh. I really like it. There you go. <laughs> I love that you can't tell it's going to be a remix because it sounds acoustic. Yeah. yeah. And then the chorus, the, what they do to the chorus is really good. Like, very minimal, but bop. Uh, I just need everyone to know that the top result... 
Nick has searched Jacob, and the top result is Jacob Sartorius. And then both of his songs are the top two songs by Jacob. That is really concerning. And then there's a song called Hastake Sesequé El Maleco by someone named Jacob Forever. So there's that too. Um, let's do Tweets of the Week. The best things on Twitter.com during this week, and it kind of all happened in the last sort of 12 hours when one Ms. Catherine Hudson um, took to her Twitter account for a bit of a spree that had people thinking that she'd actually been hacked. There was replies going out left, right and centre going bloody willy-nilly. She tweeted so many times today, I couldn't keep up. There's literally, I reckon, about 50 tweets in the end. She's just non-stop, just throwing shade and like... One of them was hashtag buy perfect illusion on iTunes. <laughs> Truly... <laughs> Throwing the garbage about their feud out of the window. Which I love. Can that, you play Katy Perry walking on air as the bed? No. Oh, what a song. Oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, thank there you. There was also a, a tweet song. that re- was something about the feud that they had in 2013 about applause versus raw. And it was like, remember these days, Katie? And she was like, yeah, I hated them. Um, yeah, good. That's not it, is it? Ow. Oh, no, that's, that's walking playing? on air by Anise. Whoops. <laughs> That was a thing. Someone tweeted a "Will you collab with Taylor Swift?" and she said, "If she says sorry, sure." It's amazing. <laughs> she truly did not give a shit. Today. She was perfect, and that's why that. everyone, no, no one's been used to seeing a pop star be legit on Twitter lately, except Zara Larson. Oh, really. and someone was like, she, "Someone was like, what do you think of Shawn Mendes?" She just replied, "Talent." What a queen. Shawn Mendes, just by the way, um, did Madison Square Garden in the last um, few hours. And there's this beautiful video of him just kind of like looking out into the crowd, playing a little bit of an acoustic number. Um, um, someone tweeted a... Oh, someone said, is Katy Perry hacked or just really drunk? And she replied, I have always been this way. Check the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like so that much. she keeps up with like kind of shady sort of content. Uh, and it doesn't seem like she has a single coming anytime soon. So if she I'm... could release a new single like this, I would be forever grateful. Yeah, she's like, she's. they're like, oh, is she just doing this because she's got a single coming out? They're like, there's no single. Um, this was Sean. Look at his bloody beautiful face on realising how many people are there to see him. What Isn't a guy. Cute? I'm really excited for his album. Illuminate. Not far now. Like next month, is 23rd it? 23rd of this month, I yeah, think. Yeah, not too long to go. Um, all right, let's wrap this podcast up. It's been a longie. Thanks for sticking it out with us. Um, let's wrap it up with this band called Friend that have put out a song called Friend. So somewhere I read that this was a somewhat well-known producer putting out something like under a secret name. I like that. I watch it fall right through the floor. Oh, I know that voice. And I try, 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 but I don't care anymore. That's Mulholland. No way. That has to be Mulholland. Really? That voice. No one else sounds like that. You just told me. I mean, I, I listed someone that does. Alec Benjamin. <laughs> Cutesy. Or is it the ready set? It's not Australian. No, the ready set's from Canada. I don't know them. Where's, um, don't you remember the the ready set? I could go on a tangent and play play it. No, this is bloody long In the 97th minute of the podcast. You're not going to find anything about them. Why? How did you know? Where did I find it? 
kick kick snare. Oh, it's always on bloody kick kick snare. I'm on a mission now. A platinum selling producer. Yeah. Oh no, wait, that bit's been removed. So you know how you said it was platinum? Well, maybe it's it. in the Google. No, it's in the Google cache. It says, listen to the debut of Friend, who we're told is a platinum selling producer releasing his very own EP with Friend being the first of the lot. And then you click through the article and that bit's been deleted. So obviously they're trying to keep that pretty quiet. Wow. Are we breaking news right now? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Very cool. Yeah, cool. I really want to know who it is now. Um, next week on. All right, game faces on. Salomon. No one spider on my way here. The yellow thing is crying and they're laughing at the same time. The Project You podcast with Nick Kelly, Nathan Jake and Grace Gard. Uh, we would have some new music from some people. Which will be good. Someone's got a new song coming out. Sure, I'm sure they someone, do. No, someone really good's due a single, I'm pretty sure. Um, Who? I can't remember. Just trying to find it. Um... Can't remember. Oh yeah, someone's putting out. Do we all have tickets to R and B Fridays Live? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you getting us tickets? No. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Yeah, just wondering if everyone's going. No, no. Um, all right, well we'll be back with another podcast. Um oh, who is it that has the song? Um I know there's someone putting something. Yeah, who's got oh who's really close? Let's just um, leave it and surprise everyone next week. Yeah, exactly. Someone will have a song out. Oh, hang on. Um, I pulled it up, actually. Sky Ferreira may have a new song. That oh, is that not underwhelming. <laughs> no, I know, there's, I know there's someone major label as well. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, rate it on iTunes or uh, like it on Omni. <laughs> is that a place that people go to like things? I'm going to do my pants back up now. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Sorry, Nick's still doing, putting his pants, pants back up. <laughs> <laughs>